I own a vacation. We out in New Rochelle, I own a vacation. Moving with Intel, I own a vacation. Now we in the groove, I own a vacation. We making money and moves, hey. Welcome back to the Ionovation Podcast. Um, today we are here with the lovely Aaron Phillip. We are so happy to have her. She's going to talk a little bit about her journey and her phenomenal experience. So Aaron is an author, a creative, and a model from the Bronx. As a child, she was diagnosed with CP, but that didn't stop Aaron from pursuing her dreams. <laughs> um, so pretty much she used Twitter and social media platforms to develop her modeling career this past summer and became the first disabled gender non-confirming woman of color to be signed with elite model management like that's i can't even <laughs> she's also the author of this kid can fly um paper magazine named her one of 11's name one of 11 names you will know in 2018 and as the most likely to inspire the next generation lastly but certainly not least Aaron will be featured in November's edition of Teen Vogue's 21 Under 20 that are making waves in the modeling industry. That's really exciting. Yes. Thank you so much. And that's really a lot to you as well because I know you've worked really hard. Absolutely. Oh my God. I think it's the most insane thing to happen really though. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. I know we covered a little bit, but just what do you want our viewers to know? <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Aaron Phillip. I'm 17 years old. I'm from the Bronx, but via Antigua in the Caribbean. Um, my pronouns are she, her. I am a trans woman, but woman first, always. Um, I love my career, and I love people, and... That's basically what, that's it, that, that, that's all I am. Yeah. Awesome. So you were born in, um, in St. John's, right? Yes. You like moved here in like 2003, right? When I was in Antigua, I was diagnosed with cerebral palsy at birth. Um, it's this disorder I was born with at birth that affects my motor skills and because of it, I can't really walk or use my left side. So when I was little, it was really bad and I couldn't like move, I was in constant pain. And there were no resources to get that fixed in Antigua. So what happened is they had me move to America to in pursuit of medical resources. But by the time I was there, I was also enrolled in school. And from then on, I've been here. So I think that was from 2001 to like 2004 or 2003. That's really exciting. So with everything that you've had going on and all the stuff that you've overcome, do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? And how have you used entrepreneurship to kind of make this huge ripple effect in the modeling industry and just your life in general? Um, it's such a strange term for me, really. Like, I never thought of myself as an influencer or an entrepreneur just because it's literally like when I think of myself and when I refer to myself, I just think of myself as like any other girl working hard to make sure that she's doing what she has to do. That's what I think of myself as. I don't think of myself as anything but me trying to be the best I can be and you know, just that. But I definitely do have like a legacy and things that I want out of my career. My career had like a real start and a real goal in mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I want a legacy where it's like, okay, um, the reason why I wanted to even go into modeling, for example, is because I realized the lack of visibility that there was for people with disabilities in the industry. Right now, I'm one of two physically disabled models signed to a major agency in the entire fashion industry. Wow. And um, 
There's also a lack of visibility for black trans women in the modeling industry too. There's a lack of visibility for us everywhere really, but I figured that like in fashion, you know, it would be more open-minded and receptive towards us and it's not. So with that in mind, I wanted to push my career forward to make sure that like, you know, I have these goals where like, okay, I had my first cover, God bless, thank God. Like, I'm so happy about it. Um, it's not a major cover, but it's my first cover and I'm really happy about it still. I just want a sustainable, successful career where it's like, by the time I'm like 50, I have a legacy like Naomi Campbell or Rihanna where it's like, I have done this work. Hopefully I'll do major runways and major print work and major advertising where it's like, you know, I'm a real supermodel. And because of that, other kids are gonna be in my path doing what I've done and it's no problem with them. They're, they're not gonna have any type of like um, struggles to face because we've done it for them. So who would you say is your largest uh, role model? Um, that is such a good question. That's such a hard question. <laughs> um, All right, top three. If you, had to, if you had to limit it to three. What about three? Um, wow. Frida Kahlo, Naomi Campbell, and um, my mom. That's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. All right, well, let's go with this. How do you, like, how do you plan on, like, like you're already innovating your industry oh, and you're serving as a role model, that's what I was sort of getting to. You're serving as a role model right now, even though you're not really like, like that wasn't necessarily your major intent. Right. But it's like, it's just who you are and like what you're doing. And it just, that also just serves as a completely different thing, which I don't know, maybe how long did that take for you to realize? Or like, maybe how long did that take for you to realize that? Like you are a source of inspiration for so many people. People. Everyone has always told me that. I'm just like, thank you so much, but it's just like, I'm just doing what I should. Mm -hmm. I want to, I mean, I've always wanted to move the world forward, but I don't think it makes me a hero or a martyr. I think it just makes me someone who's trying to make things better, but at the same time, I don't want to be credited as a hero, you know? Because yeah. that's what should happen regardless of anything. That's fair, that's a good point. But you, you know, you, you made happen on your own, like using your own personal relationships and like leveraging all like your different like, um, you know, relationships that you've built over the years. And in addition to that, you're an author. You've got a whole book. And in addition to that, I was reading through your book and you also have like short films, right? Right. And you like funded through Kickstarter. You're... I've done a lot of things in the past like 17 years. It's kind of hard to backtrack. It's crazy years. how much you've done yeah. and you're only like 17, <laughs> 17. years old. That, like, that's really yeah. cool. That's probably one of my favorite things. It's like, mm -hmm. um, so I basically wanted to talk about like Tonda a little okay, bit. Okay, wow, that, that was, um, I still really love that, thank God. Yeah. Um, Tanda was the brainchild of me wanting to write a book based on my experiences I was having in school. Mm -hmm. um, Tanda is a book about this kid who grows up in this world where everyone has wheels and he's the only one that has life, which is parallel to what I felt because I felt like in my face, as the only one in the wheelchair and everyone else had like legs to walk on and because of that, it was so isolating. So basically his story is he's the only one in this world of wheels who has legs and because of that, He's completely isolated from society. He has no friends, no community, and it's really sad for him. But one day, there's this volcano that's made of like marshmallow toffee that erupts <laughs> in this town, and the wheels all get stuck and they can't move, and he's the only one that can save them. Oh, wow. really great. I'm really happy we got to have you in Thank here. you so much for having me yeah. today, y'all. So really, really exciting.
Yep. <laughs> oh, these are for you. Thank the you. Hat. Got your hat and the t-shirt. If this time you're to apply, <laughs> I might have to do it. Yeah. Turn this t-shirt into a cute little crop top. Okay, <laughs> period. Right? Heard you. Yeah. We'll get it done. Right? I, I might actually have to apply now. You should. Yeah, I, I, I dead will. But thanks again Thank so much. So Thank yeah. you. It was a pleasure. It was, it was a pleasure. Awesome. <laughs> So, Gale Breakdown? Yeah, let's do some Gale Breakdown. So, Gale Breakdown is pretty much just like events that are coming up like in the week so that we sort of do like towards the end of our segments. Yeah. So, um, that we have co-working Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Stop by, yes. collaborate, get What's some insight. Well, co-working is a collaborative workspace at Gale Ventures where you guys can stop by, get some advice, input on your ideas, or just generating ideas, or even just getting work done simply. Yeah. So, make sure you guys show up to that. And we also say bye in another language, and this time it's Greek. So it's it's Antiosas. Let's say you say Antio bye in Greek. Antiosas. Awesome. Hey, we really working, Gail Ventures the spot. Bert and May got the podcast hot. We innovating, no debating, we creating. Iona Vedas in our lane, never hating. We just worry about us and what we do. Iona Vision podcast show, get in tune.